And welcome back to another episode of Interesting Facts with Chase. On another wild Wednesday, I am your host, Chase, from Chase and Josh Factor Fantasy. And man, guys, what an awesome episode that was on Sunday. Man, this is, uh, we have entered the fourth quarter now. We are going to be starting Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, not Sunday, but the week after that. And this is the one everyone's waited for for a year and a half. Um, but uh, just don't forget, guys. So this week, uh, we have interesting facts on this episode here. But of course, next week at this exact time, we won't be having an interesting facts episode because, of course, this Sunday is our differences episode, which is between the novel and the film. So we're comparing those differences there and uh, judging how we felt those ranked out. Um, So there won't be an interesting facts episode uh, coming up next Wednesday. But then the Wednesday after that, there will be because we will be starting Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. And man, that has some good material for you. So good stuff. Uh, So today, kind of what I thought we'd do, so uh, which is pretty cool. You know, we saw Harry go really after Snape last episode so on sunday the one that premiered uh, for the conclusion of harry potter and the half-blood prince uh remember he was shouting out all his spells again uh like petrificus totalis uh stupefy um even levios corpus was mentioned a little bit um and of course we find out that snape is the half-blood prince that we've been wondering who is the half-blood prince this whole time right well what I thought we'd do today is just review some of those old spells that we heard uh, for just a little bit there. It's kind of just going to be a review today with some of those. Um, and then we'll get into some interesting facts as far as with the Hand of Glory, which is really cool. Um, which, of course, Malfoy used to see in the dark because, remember, he had uh, the powder that was there uh, that... Uh, he used to get up to the astronomy tower against the order where they can get up there so and that was in my interesting facts episodes on um, not the Sunday but last Sunday so let's uh, go ahead and just dive on into it so uh, stupefy and petrificus totalis so if we open it up to page 602 even incendio is mentioned Harry tore past Hagrid and his opponent and took aim at Snape's back and yelled, Stupefy! He missed. The jet of red light soared past Snape's head. Snape shouted, Run, Draco! And turned. Twenty yards apart, he and Harry looked at each other before raising their wands simultaneously. Cruce! But Snape paired the curse, knocking Harry backward off his feet. Before he could complete it, Harry rolled over and scrambled back up again and said, The huge Death Eater behind him yelled, Incendio! Harry heard an explosive bang and a dancing orange light spilled over all of them. Hagrid's house was on fire. Fang's in there! You're evil! Hagrid bellowed. Cruce! Yelled Harry for a second time, aimed for the figure ahead illuminated in the dancing firelight. But Snape blocked the spell again. Harry could see him sneering. No unforgivable curses from you, Potter! He shouted over the rushing of the flames. Hagrid's yells and the wild yelping of the trapped Fang. You haven't got the nerve or the ability. Encart! Harry roared, but Snape deflected the spell with an almost lazy flick of his arm. Fight back! 
Harry screamed at him. Fight back, you cowardly! Coward, did you call me, Potter? Shouted Snape. Your father would never attack me unless it was four on one. What would you call him, I wonder? Stoop! Blocked again and again and again until you learned to keep your mouth shut and your mind closed, Potter, sneered Snape, deflecting the curse once more. Now come, he shouted at the huge Death Eater behind Harry. It is time to be gone before the ministry turns up. Impediment! But before he could finish the jinx, excruciating pain hit Harry. He keeled over in the grass. Someone was screaming. He would surely die of this agony. Snape was going to torture him. Death or madness. No! Roared Snape's voice and the pain stopped and suddenly as it started. Harry lay curled on the dark grass, clutching his wand and panting. Somewhere overhead, Snape was shouting. Have you forgotten our orders? Potter! Belongs to the Dark Lord. We are to leave him. Go! Go! And Harry felt the ground shudder under his as the brother and sister in the enormous Death Eater obeyed, running toward the gates. Inarticulate yell of rage in that instant, and he cared not whether he lived or died. Pushing himself to his feet again, he staggered blindly toward Snape, the man he now hated, much as he hated Voldemort himself. Sectum! Snape flicked his wand, and the curse was repelled yet again. But Harry was mere feet away now, and he could see Snape's face clearly at last. He was no longer sneering or jeering. The blazing flames showed a face of full rage, mustering all his powers in concentration. Harry thought, Levy! No, Potter! screamed Snape. There was a loud bang, and Harry was soaring backward, hitting the ground hard again. And this time, his wand flew out of his hand. He could hear Hagrid yelling and Fang howling as Snape closed in and looked down on him, where he lay wandless and defenseless as Dumbledore had been. Snape's pale face illuminated by the flaming cabin, suffused with hatred, just as it had been before he had cursed Dumbledore. You dare use my own spells against me, Potter. It was I who invented them. I, the half-blood prince. And you'd turn my inventions on me like your filthy father, would you? I don't think so. No. And that was on pages... 601 all the way to pages 604 so those spells just to review the ones you've heard because these are all ones we've heard before uh so stupefy is a stunning spell uh petrificus totalis uh remember it freezes the victim that's the famous one of course where hermione granger remember she said neville i'm really sorry for this when neville was like i'll fight you trying to stop uh ron hermione and Harry from trying to get the Sorcerer's Stone, our uh, Philosopher's Stone, back in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Um, and she froze him and she said, Petrificus Totalis. And he like snapped shut and froze and fell on the floor. Um, Levios Corpus, remember what that was, was that was the same spell that uh, James wound up using on Severus and Severus Snape in the Pensieve memory. And uh, that was mentioned on page 604. Uh, Levios Corpus, what that is, is it it makes a flash of light. The color is still unknown because we only really see it in the Pensieve. But Libera Corpus makes a flash of light, which is an unknown color. This is a counter jinx to Levios Corpus. And it puts the victim down and involves the user jerking the wand upward. But Levios Corpus... Remember, that's what James used on Severus and held him upside down. Also, Harry used it on Ron when he was 
under uh, that love potion spell. Um, so if you go to page 618 in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, this is when Lumos and Incendio is actually mentioned. And Lumos, you know, we've mentioned before, it's shown in the films a couple of times. That's when, like, Harry, it's kind of out of place that they do this, but, like, Harry's reading his homework, but it's basically a wand lighting charm is what it is. This is when uh, Lumos is mentioned, and, of course, the Hand of Glory that we'll talk about in a minute is also related here because it mentions the Peruvian Instant Darkness Powder that was in My Interesting Facts, uh, which is the only thing that can see through that is the Hand of Glory, which is what Malfoy wound up using. But it says, Anyway, Jenny went on, he must have been checking whether the coast was clear to let Death Eaters out, because the moment he saw he threw something into the air, and it all went pinch black. Peruvian instant darkness powder, said Ron bitterly. Fred and George's. I'm going to have a word with them about who they let buy their products. We tried everything. Lumos, Incendio, said Jenny. Nothing would penetrate the darkness. All we could do was grope our way out of the corridor again, and meanwhile, we could hear people rushing past us. Obviously, Malfoy could see because out of the hand thing that was guiding him, but we didn't dare use any curse or anything in case we hit each other. And by the time we'd reached a corridor, that was light. They'd gone. And that was over on page 618 in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. But Lumos, what it does is it illuminates the caster's wand tip and the counter charm for that that actually makes that light go out is uh, an extinguishing charm that you can cast to get rid of that uh, but harry has used this multiple times incendio what that is is that's a fire making charm we mentioned it uh when we were doing our rankings you know it's just a it just causes fire but the extinguishing charm to put out the normal light and fire is actually called nox and it causes light at the end of casters wands to be extinguished also incendio that's just basic fire uh, the other fire spells it won't work but just basic fire it can so the hand of glory so what it is but it's a dark artifact that gave candlelight only to the holder uh, it can even see through peruvian instant darkness powder uh, and of course draco used it to escape the room of requirement with the death eaters um, in normal folklore the hand of glory was reformed actually this is really cool this is the thought of where J.K. Rowling probably got this idea. But in normal folklore, so our folklore, not Harry Potter folklore, what the Hand of Glory was is it was referred to as a pickled hand of a hanged man. So it was a person that was actually hanged for crimes, and their hand was cut off and put in a pickle jar. Uh, the person would have their hand cut off if they were hanged for murder in the 18th century. And the hand would be pickled. Uh, and the hand that did the deed for murder, that actually used the knife or whatever it was, axe, whatever weapon it was in the 18th century, uh, I guess they had like all the pistols and muskets back then. So whatever hand that did the deed would be cut off and put in a pickle jar and be pickled and preserved. Uh, then what they would do is they would take a candle as well from the fat of the skin of the accomplice of that person at the gallows where they were executed. So if it was like a Bonnie and Clyde thing or whoever helped them 
the fatter their skin would be cut off and a candle would be made. This occurred in the 18th century. It's actually mentioned in many different poems. And actually, this is most likely what they assume is probably how she got the name Hand of Glory for this um, and is inspired in the Harry Potter folklore. The Evening Prophet, so this is mentioned on page 635. All the Evening Prophet is, it's just an evening edition of the Daily Prophet is all that is. Um, so this is on page 635. Then uh, page 636, Rosalind Antigon Bungs and Rupert Axbanger uh, Brooks Stanton is mentioned. So basically what these were was, remember, this is when Hermione is trying to find out the initials for R.A.B. and try to figure out who that is, um, which I told you we have a really awesome, interesting facts that will be coming up in Deathly Hallows that will mention R.A.B. and you're eventually going to find out who it is. But um, Rosalind Antigon Bugs and Rupert Axbanger Brooks Station. So I looked up both these people. Nothing's known at all about Rosalind Antigon Bungs um, at all, except for she was born before 1964. And then Rupert Axbanger Brooks Stanton. Nothing's actually known about him at all, except for these were considered both the names for R.A.B., but uh, these are interesting facts today. Just kind of give you a break this week because I know we're going to be diving into hollows in just a couple weeks. But once again, guys, thanks so much for all you do for us. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really means a lot. Every single review you leave, we read all of those. Usually we shout them out on the Instagram page. Uh, follow us on Instagram. You can follow me at rbrow129. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at official ridiculous Patronus. You can follow Jay Nelly on Instagram. You can follow us on our Facebook page, Chase and Josh Factor Fantasy. Um, you can follow me on TikTok now. It's pretty cool. So if you like all the comic stuff I've been doing with grading comics, sending comics to CGC, we do have a TikTok on official ridiculous Patronus. Still getting that going. You know, you can follow us our, on our website at ridiculous patronus.blogspot.com where you can actually follow along see the moments in the film you can actually hear the audiobook there as well you can hear and stream our podcast so you can follow along with each step there so you'll have the book and the film right at your fingertips but yeah guys it really means a lot everything you do for us sticking with us from the beginning this harry potter train is going to keep rolling uh, on sunday in a big way we are starting off harry potter in the Deathly Hallows. So the one you've all been waited for, like we said, that train is finally getting to the top now. But once again, guys, thanks again for tuning in. This has been another episode of Interesting Facts with Chase. I am your host, Chase, from Chase and Josh Factor Fantasy. This has been a ridiculous production. Signing off. Uh-huh.